shopping small, supporting local, shop your local small business, support your friends and your family that have small businesses. Have you seen these advertisements? Have you seen these Facebook posts, Instagram posts, and things of the like? You know, I think in 2020, this pandemic of its own nature of supporting the small local business exploded in popularity across all social media platforms. And I think that this is something worth talking about. Is shopping small, supporting local businesses, something that each small business owner should use in their marketing tactic? That's what we're talking about on today's Hello and welcome to the Better Business Podcast, where we help you improve your family-owned retail business. I'm with my co-host today, Chris Fox from Fox Strategy, the marketing genius. And my name is Steve Cook. I'm a third-generation business owner, and with the things I've learned and talk about on this show, I've taken my family's retail business to over $10 million in sales. Now let's get to the show. In 2020, at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, I felt like there was an intense explosion in the amount of people that pleaded on social media to support their local businesses and support their friends and all these different posts on social media and different things like that of people trying to support local small businesses. And SEM uh, did a study that showed 91% of consumers in 2020 said that they would choose a small business when convenient. I think that's an important word there, when convenient. There's a difference, though, I think, in being a small business and having a small business versus using that small business mindset and maybe even – a small business victim mindset as a form of advertising. So the question I want to talk about today is should your business market itself as a small business? So that is in your marketing. Should you talk about how you're a small business and how others should support small businesses and how you want people to support your business because you are a local mom and pop shop. So Chris, I guess I'll turn it over to you at this point. Do you feel like um, maybe from 2020 to now in 2022 that there has been a massive flood in small business support in general? Well, I mean, I think I think you're right when you say uh, when convenient. That's such an important part of that question, you know. And I'm sure that when they were surveying and taking that information, it was a big player in people's decision. I think the reason that you've seen a flood of support in small business as part of the COVID pandemic in particular is because small businesses were able to adapt quicker or uh, easier on local regulations, had maybe stock uh, when larger businesses were sold out of things. So I don't don't know if it's a, a whole like authenticity we're really trying to support small business thing i think that keyword is still when convenient of course the question is that we're tackling today is then should you market on that i think that consumers 
you know, come at it from that angle of, yeah, sure. I mean, given going to Walmart or going to a small, you know, grocery stand or boutique, if it's more convenient, then I'll make that extra stop. Uh, so I think that consumer behavior is a lot around convenience. So we're going to tackle the question, should you market that way? Yeah, so I guess in this in this thought around should we market towards um, that, the first thing that came to my mind is how do people feel about shopping with small businesses? Because if people do feel like they should support a small business, then, hmm, well, maybe I should market more towards that. It's just like anything, really. Think about convenience. If, if people enjoy and appreciate convenience – then should you market that? Should you point those things out? This is a more convenient option. Um, I think you should. Um, so when you talk about should people support small business and things like that in marketing towards that, hey, we're, we're the small guys, support us and things like that. The first thing I want to look at is do people want to support small business? And I, so I looked up some t statistics around that. The first statistic and the main statistic that I had to support this was from the same study that SEM did, and that said that 53% and again this goes back to 2020, but in 2020, 53% of people like shop shopping local because they feel like they're giving back to their community. So half of the people enjoy shopping local because they feel like they're giving back to the community. So. I think that statistic shows half of the people do like to shop local, and I, 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 you know, I think if you gave somebody the option, would you like to go here or here, and all things created equal, they would support a local guy. So the first answer in my mind to that question is yes, people do like to shop local. What are your thoughts around that? Yeah, I think you're right, and I, I think that the oh man, when you just introduced this question today, you use the word uh, small business, you know, victim mindset. Mm -hmm. I will say that nothing is a worse color in your business marketing than a victim mindset, than yeah. the bemoaning of these large corporations, out-of-town companies are stealing our business, we've been here our whole lives. If you're tempted to do that, you need to find a friend or a therapist to vent to. You do not <laughs> need to show up on Facebook you know, with that victim mindset. That's a terrible color for your small business. And, and it only serves to really uh, have people maybe look at you with that victim mindset. And, and when people apply that logo or that label to you and, and they're like, oh, man, poor local bakery, they're, they're being victimized by these big companies. That's not driving sales. That's nobody's mm -hmm. showing up at your door, uh, you know, saying I, I'm ready to order more from you because I saw that you were whining on Facebook. So I think that's the first thing to remember. But the second thing, like you just asked me is, should you market on it? Yes. Here's the secret though. If you are a locally owned business, locally owned is as, as far as you need to go in that marketing of your local small business. You don't need the, so even if you're not going to be a victim on Facebook, you don't need the six paragraph rant about how your granddad and grandma set up their homestead in this town 70 years ago and y'all have been here ever since. Locally owned. Boom. Right? Put it in your logo. Put it in your tagline. Make sure it's on your website somewhere. Put it in your store shop window. I'll tell you this. I will go and frequent a business more often when they just have like veteran owned because I know I'm supporting a veteran. That's as far as it needs to go. And if I'm curious and I want to hear your story, we might engage. I might appreciate maybe uh, hearing about your background. When did you serve? How you know? How has that affected 
how has that affected your business, right? Because ultimately, as a consumer, I'm super narcissistic and I want to know how has your veteran experience made you a better business person so you can serve me better? And I think the question of should we market whether or not we're a small business or a local business or a veteran-owned business, whatever label you're kind of wearing, it cannot be the forefront of your marketing. It's got to be the supporting role, right? Yeah, locally owned. We said it, it's there, you see it from time to time, and that's a subconscious thing. And it takes a second row, I think, to your primary marketing, which is how are we serving our customers and making their lives better? So one thing that freaks me out in this question about how do people feel about small businesses is I am concerned, and I I, I actually have the statistic, I can look it up um, maybe here later, but... There was a staggering statistic. I believe it was like 70% of people expect a different level of service when they go into a small business versus a large corporation. And so what freaks me out about do people – how do people feel about small business? Do they want to shop at a small business? I think that one of my concerns is is if you use that as a marketing tactic, even if it's as simple as like you said, keep it local or or, you know, we are a locally owned business is – I'm afraid that it sets up a different expectation from people, which that might be great because that might be what you need to hang your hat on is we have better customer service than other people. But I think it's it's frustrating to me that someone would hold a standard to one business that they wouldn't to another. And I say that all the time in our business in the feed store, you know, people will come in and ask us to do a certain thing. You know, we literally have people ask us to drop off feed on our way home all the time. And yeah. I'm like, that's such a unfair – and get frustrated when, if we say no. Right. And I'm like, that is such an unfair comparison. Who in their right mind would go to Sam's Club or Costco and ask one of the employees to drop something off yeah. on their way home? No one in their right mind would do that. And so I guess one of my concerns with you know, do people – how do people feel about small business? I do think that a lot of people want to support it, but I think it's because they have a different expectation, and that's why they want to support it. Sure, and even the stat you mentioned at the top of the episode that they'll do they'll do so more often when it's convenient. Uh, <laughs> you're right. I mean, people have this different perspective that they expect things of locals or people that they know or smaller businesses uh, than they would a big box store because you'd never go to Tractor Supply, a national chain, and ask somebody, you know, to do something like that. And the unfortunate thing is, you're right. Where People, I think, have this perception if you shop small or you shop local, it's going to be more expensive. It's going to be potentially uh, higher quality but lower volume, right? So you can't do as much for me even though it might be more high quality. And their trade-off in their mind is, well, if you're going to charge me more and you can't do as much for me, I want the customer service or your product isn't as readily available, right? It takes longer or whatever. I want the customer service, uh, the bending over backwards, to be higher or existent when it wouldn't be for a national chain. And so you're right. It's kind of a one-two punch. Like, do we market on this uh, and absorb or take on the um, perspectives or or expectations that people might have? I always tell my clients when we're talking about marketing, the best thing you can do is to set expectations. And you set expectations by outlining what you offer and what you don't offer and and sticking to those guidelines. Uh, That will build trust and relationship, which is the real cornerstone, I think, of small business, right? Is not – and you hear about this in the chamber, like in our chamber, uh, 
you hear people saying like, oh, well, you're, you know, you're a chamber member. You should come to my business. And it's like, well, yes, but I mean, do we have a relationship? You don't know me. And I've been uh, buying, I had this from an investment guy recently. Oh yeah, you definitely want to come over and uh, you're bringing your bank account to us. Bring your investments as well. Whoa, buddy. Like, first of all, I need a checking account. Yes, but I've been with my investment guy who I went to college with for 10 years. So you're trying to sell me on this one-time, you know, pitch because you're the local, you're the chamber member that we know each other, that I'm supposed to bring my whole relationship over to you. And again, I think that that's kind of where you get into that mix of if you're locally owned, if you're a small business, what about that defines what you do? And the, the real, I think, benefit of that is we're going to be here. So if the big box comes and goes... We're still here, but that doesn't mean you one-stop shop bring everything over to us. It means we're here to earn your business, but we're not going to do it in a way that, you know, bends over backwards, sends our employees on their way home by your house. You know, it's it's we all have to have healthy boundaries. So the once we establish how people feel about small business, there can be good things and bad things, but perhaps you're listening and you're like, man, I, I do, I, my claim to fame is customer service. And that is what I hang my hat on. And you're thinking so far in this episode, I check all those boxes. I want to, yes, I want to appeal to someone to shop locally or shop a small business because that is my um, claim to fame, or that is my um, differentiator in my business. But the second thing I thought of that I should look up statistics on is how does marketing yourself as a small business make you look? And you, you kind of mentioned this earlier. Um, of course that victim mindset I think would be one of the most terrible ways to position yourself as, as far as marketing is concerned. But, uh, one yeah. of the statistics that I looked up said that 77% of consumers say that they will pay a little more if they receive excellent customer service. So I guess, you know, it goes right along with what we were just saying. If 77% of people will admit that they will pay more, knowingly more for a product than they could get it at somewhere else for customer service, should you paint yourself as a small business that will take better care of you in that, in that aspect? I would, I would love to, to challenge really, the idea that just because you're a small business means that you give better customer service. So if you're listening and you're a small business, you're a local business, you're a veteran-owned business, um, here's the here's the rub. You have to really care about serving your people and show up and delight them every turn. And that has nothing to do with if you're a small business or you're a local business. If you're listening to this for some reason and you are a middle manager of a you know multi-location retail outfit, it's still your job to show up and delight your customers. Again, has nothing to do with whether or not you're locally owned or, or a small business. And so I think that, that if you're going to apply this, this, this principle, this idea of customers will respond better, pay more shop again, whatever, when they experience good customer service, that's because people really enjoy being delighted. You know what I mean? Like all of us head to Amazon and, and price shop and compare, you know, we were at, we were at Costco last weekend and looking at a vacuum cleaner and pulled it up on Amazon to see if it was the same price. And that's big box to big box. And there's nobody there serving us. There's nobody there answering our questions. 
that's the whole model, right? We walk into Costco, we shop there to be left alone. We go to Amazon, we shop there to be left alone. And so as a small business, you need to build that, that reputation for yourself of, of what do you really appreciate, right? Or do you want to be the small business that is similar to the big box stores where people shop there to be left alone and you're providing a service or a product, but you don't bug people? Or are you the small business that says, uh, you know, hey, you're looking at that. I see. I want you to know we have a couple of other options. Um, there's a small business I would, I would shout out uh, called Plenty Mercantile. They're a small family-owned retail business in Oklahoma City, um, three locations, and I have never – never seen any uh, boutique retail outfit apply customer service principles that are that are designed to get people buying more more artfully and graciously and it's the kind of small stuff like you walk in and and somebody's going to ask you what you're shopping for and even if you say I'm just browsing about five minutes goes by, three minutes goes by, and they're going to suggest something to you or they're going to tell wow. you a story about why they carry a product. And one of my favorite things that they do is they will put that product in your hand while they tell you the story because sales uh, science shows us that when someone's holding it, they are X number of times more likely to buy it. It's wild. That's great customer service. It's also what most people call salesy. And so I think that when we're – when we're saying now they love promoting that they're a small business, that they're a locally owned business, that they're a family business. But when it really comes down to it, you don't walk into the store and hear, Hey, welcome to our small family owned retail business. You know, that's local. It, they, you walk in <laughs> and it's about you. What do you want? What are you looking for? What can we tell you a story about that gets you interested in, in our shop and in our products that in the end serve you. And that's great service, right? Yeah, I think 100% in agreement with you on the fact that you mentioned, um, I believe, price shopping, you know, Amazon and Costco. And, and what you're pointing out is what each individual business has as a uh, advantage in the marketplace. So some might have a price advantage, and you can get that by having thousands of locations or selling thousands of products. Some have an advantage with customer service because the owner is involved. And um, so putting your best foot forward of this is what I know I'm better at than all my competitors uh, versus yeah. just telling people that you're a small business. So I would say, you know, in, in, um, as far as a conclusion, it sounds like you are on the side of the fence that, of course, don't play the victim in, in advertising as a small business. But um, what are some closing closing thoughts and uh, closing uh, conclusion you have on it? Is is shopping local a good marketing tactic? Yes or no? Oh, I mean, <laughs> if I have to go up or down, I'm going with. <laughs> I'm going to go with yes, it belongs in there. I'm going to go with no, if it's the only thing you're trying to talk about. It's not good mm. enough. Uh, figure out a way that you serve your customers beyond just being the local option. And yeah, I would say, that. I would say, you know, in in conclusion, as far as I'm concerned, I would I would say no, it's not a good tactic. I would say, and I think we're kind of saying the same thing is. Instead of saying shop local, instead of saying shop small business, figure out – and you've, you've taught me this in, in our relationship um, with marketing that we've had for over a year now that 
what are you trying to say? Instead of saying shop local, instead of saying shop small, what are you trying to say? You're trying to say we have better customer service. Just say that. Don't say, um, you know, shop local, because I think that that if you include the marketing jargon in any way of shop local, shop small, I just I get disgusted with it. And it might be a personal deal, but I'm just disgusted with the mindset of ugh. it's like they're guilt tripping me into shopping with them. And I hate that. Um, Just I would say figure out what you want to say and say that. And don't be afraid to put the story of how your business got there. Put the story of, like you said, why we carry this or that product. I don't think like it's embarrassing to say I own this store or, you know, the, the, that guy over there is the owner of the store and it's a third generation. The story is incredible, but Walmart can say that same thing. I mean, this is a, you know, second or third generation store. Yeah. I, I think just, just say what you want to say and say that instead of saying shop local or shop small business. You're so right about that, that guilt idea too, because a lot of small local businesses, that is the expectation. You should shop with us because we're in your neighborhood, because we know you at the chamber, because whatever, we go to church together. And I just, I just got to call BS on that expectation. Like I, as a consumer, I, as a customer, and that's the reality. If we're friends, if we really are neighbors, you need to respect me enough to say, I'm not coming to your business simply because you are local. I'm coming because you're really good at something and you need to talk about that. And you've got an outstanding product and you need to talk about that. And these products and services you offer make my life better. Talk about that rather than just hanging your hat and saying, well, I've done my marketing for the week because I stood on a street corner or on a Facebook post and said, I'm the local option. Where are you at? Right. And instead of doing that really, uh, build real relationships with people that are meaningful in how that how your products and services impact lives that aren't just this geographic expectation. Yeah, I would say from a business owner's perspective, it's the most frustrating thing in the world. I am not exaggerating when I say probably three to four times a week, I hear this comment right here. You guys should order you guys should carry this product. Or will you guys special order me this product and we will say yes or no, either way, yes, we'll special order it or no, we won't. And they will say after hearing, if we say no, we can't special order it, they say, well, I'm just trying to shop local. And it's like, no, you're not. Nobody else will order that product for you, and that's the only reason you're asking me. You're not trying to shop local. You're trying to shop your only option, and that's or a cheaper option. And the other, sometimes we do say yes. We can special order it for this or that. You know, um, this minimum order or that. You know, we have to have these requirements on shipping or whatever. And then they'll price check you ninety percent of the time. How much is it? What will it cost? And you'll say it'll cost this. Well. I can drive six miles and go get it for this. Come on. I'm trying to shop local. And you're like, no, you're not. You're trying to shop the best option. So, you know, I think that that's just the most frustrating. It's, it's both, both sides. Businesses use it as a victim deal. Consumers use it to almost guilt trip. Like, Hey, you guys aren't supporting us. or I'm trying to help you out here. It's like, no, you're not. You're trying to help yourself out here. Um, so, you know, from a business owner's perspective, I think it's, it's frustrating too. Like you said that it's almost like a guilt trip. Like I'm your neighbor. I'm trying to do business with you. Can you help me out? It's like, no, you're not. You're trying to help yourself out. So anyway, rant, rant over there. (laughs) Again, we don't play the victim. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to play the victim here, but I am. No, just kidding. Uh, 
Well, thank you for uh, listening to this episode. Chris Fox with Fox Strategy is my co-host today, and uh, this is a new style format. If you do enjoy this style, please send a message to either I or Chris Fox and let us know that you enjoyed this episode so that we know to continue on. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Better Business Podcast.